Welcome. Hey, final episode. It is for the season. I'm so glad. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Don't say that. No, I'm joking, I said. Okay. I'm pumped. Yes, it is episode 20. Um, big 2-0. The big 2-0. <laughs> Quite a nice number, even though we say that every week. And the end of season 2. Yeah, we um we have a little guest on today, um, which we're super excited about. Um, well, she's our friend Laura. <laughs> Hi Laura, Num- number one listener. <laughs> Hello. Um, so we've got Laura on today um, to chat all things, you know, nutrition, gym, things in between. Um, she has recently just become a qualified, well, she's got a degree in nutrition mm-hmm. um, and she's becoming a qualified PT because your gal just doesn't stop. Can't yeah. stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, so I think we'll get you to have a chat about that more and, and talk about it way more than what I just did. But first of all, we're going to hit you with some questions. Okay. A couple of quick fires just to get you warmed up for the potty, you know? <laughs> yeah. Get those vocal cords all stretched. Yeah. Um, okay, so number one, what would be your final meal if you could choose? Oh, God. I want to say a salmon dombri bowl. Ooh. With QP mayo. And I know that sounds like boring and healthy, but fuck, it's good. <laughs> that sounds yum. I love a good Dombro. Yum. Okay. Um, if you could do anything else for a job, so apart from what you're doing, what would it be? I would be a sex therapist. Oh, what a woman. <laughs> what a woman. That is the second guest we've had mm. um, say that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I must have missed the other one. Who else said that? Oh, we had a recording issue and we had to get... It, long story short, but... um. That bit didn't yeah. make it in. Yeah. That was Sin Howard from George. And we just, oh, it wasn't oh, recording yeah. properly when we thought it was, so we had to um, redo some stuff. But anyway, that was her initial response. Interesting. Yeah. I honestly reckon so many people would. Yeah. yeah. Like, the more they learn about it, it's yeah. like, Jesus, this We're needs so to be like. We're so interested in it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so Well, you can do it, like, post-grad. And it's not even, I don't even think it's an official qualification. Like, you can do a course at Auckland Uni and, like, really? become a sex therapist. I don't know. Because huh. then there's a, um, I think... Yeah, there'd obviously be a course that you can do that's more chill, and mm. then you can be like a full on clinical sexual something. Yeah, um, like once you're a proper mm, psychologist, write some say. PhDs in there. And shit but like yeah, that. you'd need psychosexologist. Like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes, sounds cool. Yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's cool. Have you heard that before on another podcast where they were they? Oh, I don't know who it was, but they had another. They had a psychosexologist on, oh, yeah. and they were cracking up about how. It makes it sound like a psycho, psycho. Sex lady. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> like the two <laughs> things just don't really go well together. That would be really oh my cool. God, cool. Okay, so hopefully one day you will become one and then you can come back on the potty. But wouldn't, sorry, just on that, wouldn't that be so weird dating someone or being in a relationship with someone who is a sexologist? Because you'd feel like they were analysing every aspect of the yeah, sex. Yeah, work. definitely. And like you'd, if you were the sexologist, you'd always be thinking of like, your sex life and that mm. person and how they are mm. and you'd be like wanting to improve everything. I feel like it'd just be yeah. like hard to yeah. separate. Separate it. That's like on um, Sex Education. When that, Have you watched it? Yeah. Yes. When she's a sexologist and so or a sex therapist so she's just analysing constantly. Mm. I'm like, mm. I don't know if it would be good. Yeah. But like surely you could take some, you know, like yeah. chill vibes with it and just yeah. Like, you know. I feel like you just have to separate your you and your partner from... Which would probably would be so, so hard. Yeah, yeah. But like you would probably just have to, I reckon. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. If you could be any animal, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> A monkey. Because they just get to like swing around, yeah. hang off their tails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump from <laughs> tree to tree, yeah, just monkey around all day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> get her off. <laughs> I love monkeys. Monkeys are my favourite They're animal. cute as. Really? Yes. How the f- Since I came out the womb, they've been my favourite animal. <laughs> What's your favourite animal? Why are you so shocked that we like monkeys? I think this I know that, but I don't know. Um, What's yours? Like a zebra? <laughs> stupid. Oh, the little red pandas. Oh, oh, that's so cute. They're basically monkeys. Okay. <laughs> what do they do? Hang out in trees. They're so fluffy and cute and small, and they just like walk around. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah, they're cute. I you can, can see that. them at the zoo, but they're never there. They've got the <laughs> at Auckland Zoo. There's like all oh, the little red panda area, and it's just a bunch of trees. <laughs> it's like where the fuck are they? Where it's are like they? it's like the kiwi. It's like I don't believe that there's yeah, kiwis in the zoo. I've never a... seen it. <laughs> 
I didn't know that there was. Yes. Yeah. And they, always say, they always say, be quiet. Yeah, it's like you're lying. <laughs> oh, God. It's like little cardboard cutouts. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's inside, like, running around <laughs> underneath. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. Okay, cool. So, monkey. Yeah, I like that. Cool. I like monkeys. All right, well, before we kick into the episode, um, because you're such an avid listener, you will know this. She's our number one <laughs> fan. Um, we do a cheers to the week. You know, you can say whatever you want. Good, bad, ugly. I'm going to kick us off because mine's just like crack up. Okay. It happened this morning, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed and I'm snoozing. I've got a dog, little Frankie. She's fucking cute, by the way. She's a little staffy if yeah. you wanted to picture. Yeah, little black one. She's super cute. She's really sensitive, got a sensey tummy. Anyway, I wake up to her, like, whining, and her whining is like, mm, mm, and she's all, like, quivering and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? Are you dying? Like, is she in the bed with you? She, she's on the ground, so her bed's on the floor. She gets into bed in the morning, but, you know, she's on the, and she's all like this, and I look down, and she's, like, looking at me, and she stares at you. Like, she's a bit of a weird dog. She just, like, stares <laughs> at you. So I look at these big eyes, and I'm, like, half asleep. I'm like, what's wrong? And I know what's about to happen. Mm. She's about to go number twos, or to vomit. <laughs> So I take her out, she gets to the deck, my outside deck, and she just has diarrhea. Oh no, on the wooden deck. On oh, the wooden deck. So it's 2am, picture this, 2am, <laughs> it's freezing. I live in a cold place. Freezing. What are you wearing? My dog. <laughs> <laughs> Something, I hope. Something sexy. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, my boyfriend's top. <laughs> so I'm all cold and shit. Anyway, diarrhea everywhere. And I'm like... Amazing. What'd you do about what'd you do with the diarrhea? So what I did was got some water, put it over, like on it once like once or twice, and then it just left it. Mm. Seeps um, down the deck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it gone yeah. in the morning? Oh yeah, but it was Give a take. Well when I got up it was no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look little stain, but yeah, no it was mainly. So anyway, oh, that was my cheers you know to Frankie. What? At least it wasn't um on your bedroom floor. Yeah, we've also woken up to a stink before, and that was that. She had pooed in our room. Oh, no. Oh, bless her heart. Anyway, so that's my cheers to the week, Elise. My cheers is that... I'm going to sound like such a snob or a loser for this. My cheers is that the other day I caught a bus (laughs) to my new job, and I have not caught a bus in (laughs) years. Like, I got on that little bus uh-huh. by myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed the first bus, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was, like, at a, two stations that are within, like, 100 metres of each other, and I thought it was going to come to the furthest one, but it was coming to the first one. Mm-hmm. And so I saw it, and I wasn't going to run after it, because I'm just... This isn't a movie. That, yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Mm-mm. I just was like, there it goes, see ya. And so I waited half an hour for my next one. But anyway. Oh, half an hour? Well, it was busing home, so I was like, Ubered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. trying to cut, cut down on costs, and the bus was like a dollar sixty. So I was like, "Come on, like you can do rather it. than an eight dollar Uber." Anyway, caught the bus, and um, then I caught it again a couple of days going? later. It was great. Yeah, you hopped on, had a little hop card. Hot hop card. Nice. Um, and I felt really like like I'd done some good. Oh. <laughs> She's taking a car off the road, guys. You know, yes, I've sold my car. The carbon Nah, but anyway, it was like quite a wholesome experience, and um, I survived, and I got make any so... mates. No. Sweet. No, it made me friends yet. No one wants to talk on the bus. Do you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Fair. A ball. Yeah. Cool. Well, so that was I mean... exciting. Wow. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, that is a big one. Jump that hurdle. No, but you know when you haven't done something in like years and you get, like, because back in the day when we were, back in the day, when we were like 16, buses would just not come. You'd be trying to go to the mall with your friends. How bad were they? And you'd be sitting there for hours because they just don't turn up. And so I just thought that they were still that bad. And then um, now I know. Pretty good. Yeah. Amazing. Well, you catch a busing home tonight? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, can you jump to the bus stop? I'm like, no. Absolutely not, you do <laughs> Anyway. Okay, well, Laura. Um, I don't have anything as exciting as yours. Oh, but well, mine wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come from a small little town called Morrinsville, if anyone knows where Morrinsville is. Nah, Shout out. Never. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah, I know. I live there. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> and how did it shape you? 
That's why she's so weird. <laughs> um, nah, no, it's just a small country town, isn't it? Yeah, cream of the country, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ontario factory, mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Great place. Mm-hmm. I went and visited my parents on the weekend, oh, so nice. we just had a lovely, wholesome weekend. Oh, had a family so. dinner. And it was weird now. Well, it is weird, but my parents are nice. Do they have cows? No, everybody thinks my family's a farmer or like we have a farm. Yeah, I I, put that on actually There's a whole lot of subdivisions there now. Like, Mm. it's like Millwater. Yeah, they do have some nice um, nice little Millwaters there, I guess you call them. What's that one called? Homewood Park. Homewood (laughs) Park. Do you know what? We were driving to a party on Friday night, so we drove down from here. Yeah. And we were going straight there, needed to get changed, drove into Homewood Park, no. pulled over on the side No, changed. you didn't. You pulled over in the nice part. I love it. I did. Took my pants off, put my jeans no on. No way. Yeah, I did. Sheesh. The lights were off. It was dark, so. Sweet. Yeah. How many times in Morrisville? Yeah. You wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> cheers to your family. I reckon that's a good one. Yeah. It's wholesome as well. It's nice. Fuck. All right. Well, I reckon let's just get straight into it. So, um... Laura, I think what we should do is that you just jump on in, tell us um, a bit about yourself and how you came to um, why you wanted to study being a nutritionist and um, and yeah, from there. Um, and just a little disclaimer before we start, um, we're going to be talking a lot in this episode about diet, body image, binge eating, food, nutrition, everything like that. So if this topic is triggering for anyone in any way... Um, please just skip this one out and we will um, see you next time. And also, um, as well, before we start, we've got Laura on who is a a degree qualified nutritionist, but also just um, not saying that everything she says is the be all and end all of everything. So it's just one person's um, (laughs) perspective on things. So yeah, anyway, just a little disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I um, have always been interested in food. I was a big cook when I was a kid and have always like loved being in the kitchen and stuff. And then I did um, kind of like semi-professional or quite hardcore sport when I was um, like 9 to 15. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got interested in fitness and stuff. And then in high school, did the classic home economics. Mm-hmm. It was great. And kind of from there, I was like, how do I make this into something that's more than just like being a cook? Because... I didn't see myself doing that kind of long term. Um, And I had a couple of mentors, a friend that was a little bit older than me that was doing the exact degree that I studied um, and a girl that I was doing kickboxing with. And so kind of with their guidance, they told me a little bit more about um, the degree. And I was like, cool, I'm sold. That sounds exactly Mm -hmm. the path that I want to go down. Um, Yeah. And here I am. So, so what's your your degree? What what is that? So it's a bachelor of science, mm-hmm. and my majors were human nutrition and psychology. Um, so I guess I can call myself a degree qualified nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Um, the word nutritionist isn't protected in New Zealand, so kind of like old mate down the street can call himself a nutritionist if they want to. So I just say degree qualified because I legitimately do have a degree. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Is that a new thing? That people can call themselves nutritionists when they're not actually qualified? Or is that... I don't know if it's a new thing, but, like, basically, people can do, like, a 12-week course and call themselves a nutritionist. Mm. But there's kind of differences where you can be a New Zealand registered nutritionist, um, but that's, you need the degree that I have and three years of work experience that's been, like, kind of, like, overseen. You've Mm -hmm. got to, like, meet certain, like, marks and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can do post-grad and do your master's and become a dietitian, which is two years. Um, and then you can call yourself obviously a, a nutritionist and you're registered by doing dietetics and you're a dietitian. Mm. Um, so it's quite a hardy process and like the job mm. that I'm doing now doesn't like meet the kind of standard, right. um, to get registered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just say degree qualified and maybe sometime in the future I'll get registered, but just something to work towards. Yeah. Yeah. What's the kind of job that you need to do to like up? keep the yeah. to get your registration I, I haven't looked into it a whole heap but mm. it's like very front facing like taking on your own clients and right. like consulting with them and stuff and you have to like pay a membership to the New Zealand Nutrition Society and like get a mentor and stuff wow. and like yeah there's a whole bunch to it so yeah. I'm kind of just piking that for the minute I'm like with um the a gym uh, with E45 and Silverdale they have a nutritionist on 
site, I guess, mm-hmm. that you can, um, I guess, pay more and they can make up a plan and stuff. Yeah. Would that kind of be what you could do to mm. meet, like, this, I guess, the standard? Like, could you make up yeah. nutrition plans for that or is it, like, quite hard? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's quite a lot. Mm. Like, maybe you could do that and maybe they'll, like, approve it. But, I th- it, like, what I've read and I've read, like, the bare minimum, it's, like, yeah. three years of work experience in the relevant mm. field. Mm. It's crazy. Which is, like, quite hectic. It's, like, you might as well do two years post-grad. And, you know? It, yeah, I find mm. it so bizarre, like, because with my degree, um, I'm an early childhood teacher and um, I've, I'm now um, provisional registered mm-hmm. but I'm not fully registered because I've gone now work another two years to become that and I'm mm. like what well, I've just been working in my field for three years so what does that not count for anything yeah. like I've had to sign my hours off every week with every assignment that I do and then all of a sudden you get your degree and then I'm like okay cool amazing but you're like yeah you're not there <laughs> you're yet there. you're almost there <laughs> two more years girlfriend yeah. like mm-hmm. you can do it isn't it so weird that like there's like a lot of things that like, yeah. I think I mean I could be wrong but I feel like there's something the same with no, I feel yeah. It's any profession mm. that you have to hold a registration. Yeah, you've mm, got yeah. To, like keep your. I think um, for me with counselling, it would be the same. Like you have to do these things to mm. like upkeep your. Which I understand. Oh but yeah. It's just like yeah, dangling the little carrot in front of you. Oh, and be like, yeah. You're not there yet, mm. and then mm. yeah, to upkeep it is fine. Obviously, you've got to stay within the. Yeah. The young regs and all that. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing, but it makes it hard for like a new grad. It's hard to find a job in nutrition, so like. Once you get that job, it might not necessarily meet that standard. And then it's like, okay, cool. And you feel like, you know, you're not working towards that. But mm. whatever. Mm. How did you find when you finished studies? Did you get offered, like, placements, you know, for, like, job? Like, did you get handed anything, like, nah. for jobs or push in the right direction or any guidance? Not a lot, to be honest. It was kind of like our program was really... Um, directing people into the postgrad program so they were like come do dietetics come do this like we want more people like you and I was like well I don't want to commit to two more years of study I'm not sure um I just want to go out and work and then from there um I had a few helpful lecturers that were like here let me try get you some contacts and stuff but it was just on seek every day mm. applying for jobs mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and also I did an internship too which was um completely like off my own um accord I guess um, we don't do any placements or anything like that, like integrated into our degree. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I need to get some experience. So I did a uh, internship for a company thinking like, this will really help me. And like, it was really valuable, but I don't think it really helped me in terms of getting a job. So wow. it's pretty like the, rough out there. Yeah. Like the experience was valuable, but nothing came out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just weren't they kind of just weren't hiring. They didn't have space and they were really lovely and appreciative. But I guess that's a day if they're not hiring. You can't do much about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's that whole thing of like you, like, you need the experience to get your foot in the door, but how do you get your foot in the door without mm. the experience? Mm. Yeah. And like you would think that a degree would get you, get you that foot in the door for <laughs> something. Yeah. But yeah, what are you doing now for work? I work for a fitness and nutrition software company, oh. um, which is buzzy and like it's, it's weird, but basically personal trainers and like nutritionists um, can like use our software to create their own platform or app. They can take like online clients and like um, the software has like workout functionality, which is like completely customizable and uh, like meal plans and stuff that they can have their input onto. So it's basically a way to like scale their business so they can get like thousands of customers rather than being like a personal trainer and only having eight hours in a day to like fill spots and only make X amount of money. They can take thousands of online clients and like scale their business. So yeah, yeah, it's a cool job. That's really cool. Yeah. I feel like that's an interesting way to, to stay within the field, but like in a totally different, you know, like without being client face to face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's definitely valuable experiences. It's not so, um, like what I was doing at uni, but I'm in a, I'm in a fitness and nutrition industry. Everyone around me is, like, interested in fitness and mm. nutrition. That's a very cool culture. So, mm. yeah, it's a pretty sick job. Yeah. I feel like it's a job that you just wouldn't know existed until you <laughs> ever know or you hear about it. Like, who knew that that was a thing? Exactly. In my eyes, I'm like, mm. why do you need that? But then, of course, you do. You need yeah. someone to make it up. It's like what they say at high school, like, your future job doesn't exist yet. And mine, mm. like, didn't. Yeah. Like, it's so weird, but mm. I guess it's true sometimes. Yeah, it literally is until you start talking to people 
or someone will be like, I know someone that works in the yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's all random kind of jobs like that are always through someone who knows someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I never knew that existed. Sorry, just going back. What sport were you so hard out in when you were younger? <laughs> Gymnastics. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you remember when we were. Um... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What? She doing no, cartwheels somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Well, you were there. Um, she pulls out like a double slappy backy or something. Yeah. Oh, my hippie. No, no. Not the wind down. No, at, um, at our friend oh, Emily's right. house. Remember? You did like, remember, um, you were like, I could do a cartwheel or something. And then Laura was like, watch this. Oh, <laughs> I, oh, I don't know if do I remember. Know I remember the night and the dogs. Yes. And then it went blurry. <laughs> Before that, you did some... Just some fucking wicked moves, my girl. Yeah, me. Because it's like party trip. Everyone was getting down, Jake. Yeah, yeah, and then no one knew it, but then I knew, and then you were like, yeah, I can do a cartwheel, and then you just started fucking flooring. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, sorry, that's that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So you can um, give a girl two glasses of wine, and then she's yeah, like, <laughs> Okay, so with your degree um, and how you majored in human nutrition and psychology, mm-hmm. um, how did the psychology kind of come into that? Were you just interested in it, or is it actually part of? Nah, so it's not part of nutrition. Um, basically, you can do psych as in like a Bachelor of Arts or Bachelor of Science at Massey, where I studied. Um, originally, I was leaning towards doing like like a double major, a second major rather, in like sports science or like physiology or something like that. But this mentor that I had that did kickboxing with me, who was a nutritionist and still is, said, do psych. Like, you'll find it really interesting. And at the end of the day, like, everything relates to psych. Like, mm. if you're trying to look at somebody's diet and what they're eating, you've got to understand why. And for that, you've got to understand, like, like how they're thinking and, like, what, um, you know, what has led them to thinking this mm-hmm. way and that kind of thing. Mm. So it kind of just, like, she said that and it clicked and it made perfect sense. And mm. I was like, okay, sweet. So, yeah, she kind of paved that little path for me. And I don't regret it at all. It was great. Mm. Did you Do you think it, it helped you in your studies and how your thinking kind of changed with the nutrition side of things? Like, do you think it was valuable? Um, I think what, kind of what I expected from psychology was probably, like, not as much as what I got it with an undergrad degree. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously with psych, there's so much variety yep. coming out of it. So, like, the the degree is quite, like, I would say broad. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we did some really good papers, but some were, like, organisational psychology, which is, like, not super relevant to, like, nutrition or, like, um, you know, like, individuals kind of on that level. Mm-hmm. But also it was valuable because I can, like, look at my workplace now and kind of, like, understand mm-hmm. what's going on and why and, like, why HR is doing this and that yeah, and the other. Yeah. So maybe not so much, like, paired with nutrition. It didn't maybe meet my expectations, mm-hmm. but I probably didn't look enough into it at the start. But it's definitely, like, valuable for life, for I life, think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Do you want to have a little chat about, like, what it – you know the term like healthy food and like mm-hmm. there's a diet culture and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff like um misconceptions about healthy food and you know like mm-hmm. diet culture in general mm-hmm. like have a little chat about that and kind of what your thoughts are on it because yeah. like, for me personally I get so caught up on healthy foods mm-hmm. and like sticking to diets and yeah. then, you know all that the bad things that go with it yeah so overwhelming mm. 100% and I think like these days with social media it's just like amplified everything like everyone's just following like ex-influencer who's promoting this diet and like who bloody knows like how are you supposed to know really like you just think you know that looks cool I'll do that Mm. um I think like there's so many different fad diets circulating nowadays because of social media that Mm. are really unnecessary Mm. like people are focusing on like being skinny being thin like not having much body fat and like ultimately not focusing on what really matters which is their health and, like, you can lose weight um, by eating McDonald's as long as you're in a calorie deficit. So as long as you're, like, uh, essentially eating less or, like, um, consuming less energy than you burn in a day. So you can do that on any diet, which is what all these are. They're just ways of, like, getting into this calorie deficit. Um, and that can be completely unhealthy with, you know, like, complete, you know, macros every day or takeaways yeah. all the time. And they're not looking at, like, what really matters, which is eating lots of plants, like getting enough vitamins and minerals, getting enough iron, calcium, especially if you're a woman, 
um, you know, eating enough protein, like, so you're able to, like, support the gains that you're making in the gym and all that kind of stuff. There's definitely just this massive focus on losing weight. Just mm. becoming thin. Yeah, which is which ridiculous. It social media. is. And, like, how can I do it quickly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, not realising that it's a process. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a lifestyle thing. It's not a... Exactly. Yeah. Any kind of diet that you go on is, like... Um, like keto, for example, you know, like amazing for losing weight really quick. Uh, I've seen it work. Yeah. Um, and then you decide to just not do it one day and mm. you snap back into your normal routine. Yeah. And then it's just like so, like yeah. you can't keep up that kind of. No, not um, at all. Kind of diet. And if it's something like that where you like go through this, you know, like incredible weight loss, like you lose, I don't know, five kilos in eight weeks and like, oh my God, I look so good you haven't set up any sustainable habits, any, like, long-term, you know, lifestyle changes that you can, like, really continue on with, then you bounce back from keto, you go back to eating how you were before, Mm. you put weight back on, and what does that do to your self-esteem? Like, you just... It's such a mind... Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, your mind struggles so much. It's just as much as your body and your mind, like, the the two. And, yeah, like you said, if you don't set up a good routine Mm -hmm. eating-wise, if you don't do a bit of research or find out what your body needs, like you say, if you go into a calorie deficit, then, of course, you're going to lose weight. But eating bad foods all the time isn't going to help anything. And then, yeah, if you you go into keto and you put all the weight back on afterwards, it fucks with your mind. Literally (laughs) so bad. And it's not about what you do in X amount of time. It's about finding what way of eating like works for you long term like mm. um you know maybe it's eating chocolate every day because you love chocolate I eat chocolate probably like every day because I fucking love it yeah mm. if I don't then I'll get to like the weekend or like I'll go like three days without eating chocolate and I'll be like shit give me a whole block of wood again exactly and it's such a cycle and eating chocolate every day or whatever it is that you love it's not gonna be damaging like you know, you should focus on making the rest of your diet really wholesome and mm. like including lots of fiber, lots of veggies, lots of protein, and then that's not gonna affect mm. that. It's like if you're eighty percent eating really whole foods, like focusing on veggies, protein, etc., like eating a little bit of what you love to like keep this sustainable. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. And like we all have cravings, and you can't deny that. Like yeah, you love chocolate. I love chocolate. You love chocolate. Like mm-hmm. and if you just um, deny your body from it, binging comes in. And, mm. like, I'm a full binger sometimes because mm. I'm, like, and sometimes in my mind I'm, like, okay, no, don't eat that, don't eat that. For different reasons, like, my skin's quite sensitive, so mm. I, like, break out in pimples and my eczema comes really bad if I have heaps of sugar. Mm-hmm. So then I'll go into a mindset of, like, no, cut it out completely. Yeah. If I have a little bit, I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if I cut it out completely, yeah, I'll, like, full binge on the weekend and then mm. I'll, like, hate myself for a yeah, full week afterwards. It's so, so um, bad and so yeah, damaging to yourself. So yeah. I hate that whole like um yeah, I think that comes with anything in life that you you want to have in your life that you like fully oh what's the word? Um yeah, restrict yourself like fully cut it out of your life. Mm. You're just setting yourself up for failure, failure for like um re- I feel like really bad like negative self talk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you feel like you need to be like punished Mm -hmm. for Mm. for eating that chocolate when Mm. you said you wouldn't Mm. or yeah yeah like that not touching that tonight and Mm. then you do and it's like oh like what a Mm. fatty idiot (laughs) yeah and I feel like as well um going back to like the diets there's like every body is different Mm -hmm. and like you can't just because your diet or your way of eating is Mm. your way doesn't mean it's going to suit my way everyone's got different um you know they got to um, like you said before, like the calorie deficit, mm-hmm. and you've got to eat this amount of calories. Yeah. Your body type, the weight, it's all different. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're looking on social media and you're seeing this tall, skinny, like, I don't know, whatever person, and she's eating this amount and she's um, plastering this diet and this many calories and this, eat this mm-hmm. many, but that suits her and her weight, exactly. which could be so different to yours exactly because you can see her figure and it's amazing you're like i want to be like that yeah and so you follow that and it could be so wrong and Mm -hmm. then again it's so damaging yeah even like um i think that social media um and the exposure that we have to like really intense like we're saying diets and things like that um also influencers who are active like very active people some of them are like that's their whole life like it could be like as if it was Laura like real into fitness but they're an influencer but remember do you guys remember Kayla 
Yeah, uh, it seems a little... Like, oh, yeah. She, yeah, like, yeah. took our adolescence and teenage years, oh, I feel like, God. by storm. Like, yeah. I was obsessed with buying her um, workout plan and I got yes. to sit in my room doing, like, freaking sit-ups yes. under my bed mm-hmm. and then I have these pictures on um, another Instagram that I have from years and years ago but um, mm-hmm. where I just... I will never forget this picture because sometimes I look back on it and I... I'm in, like, my trainers, and it's from, like, my hips down. I've taken a picture of, like, my legs. Mm. And my caption is, need to cut these thighs down. And oh. I would have been, like, 16 or something. Mm, yeah. They were, like, the most beautiful legs that I wish yeah, I had now. Um, like, tonged, like, yeah. you know, for me, that's what I would have wanted my legs to be like. But I felt like I needed to cut them down. Mm. And I feel like that was all because of this intense workout that everyone seemed to be doing. And, mm-hmm. like, I just think... I was so young then, I still had my little body of, I hadn't even put on womanly weight yet, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I was still growing, still young and, and I felt like I wasn't, like, the right um, yeah. body, so it's just, it it's shows so what, um, influences can, can do, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. It's so much worse oh, now, oh god, and when you call a workout program bikini bodyguard like oh, yes. what the fuck like yeah. what is that insinuating that like you edge. have to look a certain way to wear a bikini yeah mm. like that's cooked that's mm. so bad like yeah. anyone can wear a bikini there was something else i saw recently um i don't know if you guys saw but how kim kardashian wore this just blows my mind so kim kardashian for the met gala the other day wore marilyn monroe's dress mm. from way back when that she sang to the president happy birthday and like this incredible golden with diamonds all over it like insane yeah but this is just so backwards so kim was promoting that she had lost 16 pounds i'm not sure how much that is in kgs it's like seven eight yeah seven to eight yeah Yeah. oh kgs yeah yeah that's a lot as if i don't know where she lost that from um um to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress. And I'm just, like, thinking this whole concept is just confusing as fuck because Marilyn Monroe was, like, famous and for being the most beautiful, sexy woman yeah. in the world. Mm. And her body was, like, like so womanly and, like, yeah. curvy and, like, yeah. not what we see now as being the ideal body kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was famous for. And mm. I'm like, here's Kim, Kim Kardashian mm. um, advertising that she was losing weight to mm. fit into... Yeah. I don't know, I just felt really, I just felt like... And it was the, the confidence in her to be like, um, in two weeks, or like in three weeks. Mm. So she, yeah, so she was like, yeah, so I cut out, um, not raving, okay, I love her, but mm. in this particular incident, it's not good, but she was like, yeah, I cut out um, all carbs, all sugars, all this, all that, all that, mm-hmm. all that, and um, someone interviewed her, or someone said, so what did she eat then? And she was like, you know, like, broccoli and chicken, or whatever it is. Yeah. And, for like weeks, like yeah. three to four weeks, and she lost yeah seven kilos, and I'm like, well, of course you did. Yeah. But what is that promoting? Like starving yourself and starving restricting yourself. Severely. Yeah. Far out. Like it's 2022. 20, I just am shocked that someone like her, like yeah. with such a platform like her, is because she tried it on twice. and it just didn't go up, and mm. she was like, don't worry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fit into it. So wow. she obviously like didn't even, or she might have, but like she was so confident she could lose all that weight. Mm. Surely you have to go quite hard and starving yourself yeah. to then lose that weight and what does that do to the millions of people that subscribe to her mm. that take a little flicker of interest in that conversation mm. and just jump to conclusions and go i want to like lose this much weight in yeah. this amount of time what? in this many weeks yeah i'm away laughing and that's like have you guys ever had my fitness pal when you like count calories and yes. shit? Yeah. yeah every girl has had it, i swear to god yeah and like that shit sets you up so unrealistically Firstly, it gets you tracking stuff you don't even really understand properly, which yeah. I think is, like, damaging for one. But it at the start, you put in, like, your weight, your height, mm. like, calculates your BMI and stuff, and then it says, how much do you want to lose per week? So it puts you in, like, I could say, oh, I want to lose 2 kgs in a week. Mm. Or, like, 500, even 500 grams in a week is, like, a fair bit, like, That's depending on how, um, like, what size you are. Yeah. And then it sets you up in this ridiculous calorie deficit that's mm. like you're, you're going to be hungry you're not going to be um having any energy like i don't know how you're going to be training you're going to have like no energy to go mm. to the gym mm. and you just think oh well i'm tracking my calories and this is what it said this is what i have to do to like um lose whatever weight in this amount of time and it's like no it doesn't just because it's possible doesn't mean that it's exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's so, so dangerous bad. yeah i mean that um 
Elise and I used to go to E45 quite regularly and mm-hmm. it was amazing for us, like for our mind and mm-hmm. whatever, and I lost some weight and it was really cool. But I remember like all the time I'd be so knackered in the gym classes, like mm-hmm. full intense classes and more the weight ones as well, but sneak yawning away, like just <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like, why am I so tired? And I now look back, it was only a couple of years ago, but I look back and I was like, oh my God, the things I was eating around the time of going to the gym was so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I would like, Wake up in the morning, not have anything, not even a sip of water. Go do, like, a full, like, athletics class. Mm-hmm. Go home, maybe have a coffee, go to work, work all day. Like, maybe have, like, some random food. Like, maybe a sandwich or something. Yeah. But, like, and then, like, I'll eat maybe, like, Macca's or something for dinner and then, like, mm-hmm. go back to the gym or something. And it just uh, showed me now, looking back, how important it is to, like, fully fuel, fuel your body. Exactly. Yeah. I remember um, when the trainer's being like, are we keeping you up? And I'm like, you actually are. Like, I, I can't even keep my eyes open right now. And yeah. he, he was saying to me, like, what have you eaten? And I was like, you don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Whereas when you were, like, um, eating well and going to the gym, you, I was having this conversation with someone at uni, like, I didn't even need coffee during that time. Like, we, for the for the sake of the challenge, that was, we had to cut out coffee for a bit. But anyway, ended up me- being that, like, I didn't feel the need for coffee because I was fueling my body with such good food mm-hmm. and such regular exercise that I was, like, it was, like, giving me more energy mm-hmm. um, at a different stage, I think, Grace, at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. That It just shows that the difference between, yeah. like, yes, I was maybe I was eating a lot, but I think because I was, like, fueling my body, it was, like... I don't know, I don't even need coffee anymore. Yeah, you actually have energy to be in the gym and you probably are performing like a shitload better, Mm -hmm. which, like, in the long run, surely that's what you want rather than just trying to lose weight and, like, look a certain way. Yeah, exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. you want sustainable, you know, results and energy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so important to have Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. to get through the day. Yeah, it's so important. Even in my work, like, yawning away, I'm like, what have I eaten? Mm -hmm. Oh, nothing, just coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Do you drink coffee, Laura? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I drank two coffees today and a sugar-free blue V. Oi, stop. I had, <laughs> oh, my God. I had a V as well Um, after my placement. I had a... I was wondering why you said no. Yeah, because I, I had one on my... Yeah, straight after. Um, But I had two coffees and a sugar-free V, but there were no blue ones. So I had to have oh, another one. Didn't, didn't enjoy it as much. Nah, not nice. Yeah, the blue ones are treats. How good are they? Yeah. So good. Um, I'm so bad off topic but I buy like I buy two sometimes three coffees a day I buy yeah that's and I drink coconut milk <laughs> and I drink that do you know how much money mm. that is yeah that's a lot of money per day add that up oh god add that up and a large yeah. Yeah, we've got your home deposit <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh getting god. a mortgage because I'll be like um yeah. no <laughs> yeah but like young mm. yeah. anyway um, I, sorry, speaking of this, I, um, recently decided that I was going to buy those, like, coffee sachets, like, Avalanche or whatever, because oh. I actually quite like them, the ones that froth up, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're actually quite nice, um, little and, of no way, they're little yeah. bits, <laughs> and if you don't keep staring them, they'll crumble, I know, yeah, yeah. um, anyway, um, and I was like, I'm going to take it to uni, and for my second coffee of the day, do that, like, just take a takeaway cup, and be like, mm. hey, Hans, at the barista, can you fill this up with hot water, mm-hmm. and, like, I went to go do it, and then I got embarrassed, and I bought a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I said to someone in my class, like, beforehand, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be, like, good with my money, and so I've got this little, you know, and I pulled it out in my handbag. I love that you had to justify yeah. pulling that out. I'm the same. I'm like, yeah. And yeah. then he was like, oh, really? And then I was like, yeah, well, I pay for parking, and then he goes, you pay for parking. We all park in Countdown Car Park. So here I am feeling like I'm already, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a loser. Game. I'm not parking where the cool kids are parking. And I'm bringing sachets to uni. Like, just buy one, you loser. So yeah. I went off and so I was like, back down oh, coffee. Yeah, so I came back with a bought coffee and I was like, um. Well, we had a little hot, like, boiling water. You know those machines? Like, there's nice. zips. Yes. At uni, so, like, you could completely get away with that. You don't have to ask anyone. You just go along and you fill it up. No shame. I bet there's one somewhere at my uni. Surely. Yeah. Do you have, like, a little... Not campus at it. I'm just interested because I studied online. Do you have, like, a little, like, cafeteria? Yeah. Is that, like, American vibes? Yeah, we have, like, a lunchroom that you pay three bucks and you get, like, a full, like, scoop whatever's on for lunch. Free Breakfast. It's so people can, like, you know, oh have brekkie if they haven't got brekkie yeah. at home. So, yeah. Um, and then we've also got a little, like... At my uni. How much? 17 bucks for a Wait. plate. Stop. Yeah, ridiculous. What uni was that? Messy. 
Seven cooked. cooked. Massive. If you're Massive listening. Is so expensive. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. AUT three dollars. I just went up to three dollars fifty. But we'll let them off. Oh, um, well, yeah, we'll things are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get it. But three dollars fifty, you walk in and there's someone there, and you get like you can get peas, you can get corn, you can get potato bake. Yeah. They fill your whole plate up. Three dollars fifty. That's fantastic. Mm. Second. Pushing it. Uh, another $3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $7 for lunch. Not bad. That's like only one of your coffees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like do another degree or something. Just go to ABC. Oh, fuck. I can't pay it. I can't be affording this. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So you reckon anything but in moderation. Is that what you say? With to, as in, well, maybe not anything, but like. To sustain, like, a healthy kind of Yeah, posture. yeah. I feel like moderation's a good word for it, but more so just listen to what your body needs and fuel it with good stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, lots of veggies, lots of fruit, lots yeah. of protein. Protein's a big one, too, because protein keeps you fuller for longer. Right. So if you're eating a meal that doesn't have a lot of protein in it, like, there's nothing wrong with it, of course, but you're going to get, like, kind of three hours... Um, of like feeling satiated and feeling full. Mm. So if you have something like really high protein in the morning, then um, not just because you don't want to be eating, you know, obviously eat if you're hungry, but Mm -hmm. at work, you know, it's quite good if you can go for three hours without having to have like a little snack break or something Mm. like that because it keeps you going. Mm. Um, So yeah, definitely lots of protein, lots of veggies. Just, yeah, veg. I would say veggies. Like eat your veggies, kids, Mm. honestly. Like listen to your parents when you're little. Yeah. freshness out and then it's also mm. I don't know you got a little bit in there mm, I hate bananas so I need to find other things because oh, yeah. the, that base of the smoothie I don't have you can use cauliflower like that sounds so weird but like steamed cauliflower or you can even buy the florets that are already like steamed and then frozen yeah and then just put frozen cauliflower in your no smoothie way. I haven't tried it but apparently it's good I wonder what they would... I guess it wouldn't taste that like much, would it? No, like, it doesn't well, really taste like... that, like, thicker... Yeah, yeah, and get your veggies in, so... Because when I make, like, a berry smoothie, yeah. I hate bananas. It's just, like, water. It's yeah, no, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Try cauliflower, okay, okay. I reckon. I'll get back to your team. Yeah, get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said, yeah, get back to us. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck, we'll cut that out. <laughs> All right, dork. <laughs> Literally. Oh, funny. Goodness gracious. So we've, you talked about how, like, having um, protein is really good for in your meals to keep you going. Mm-hmm. And is that different to, like, carbs? Because obviously if you have, like, a pastry dinner, mm-hmm. um, is that the kind of meal where you were going to say that it will... Um, like fill you up for not very long and then yeah because yeah. i have this perception of carbs where yeah. i'm like Same. thinking like i'm constant like sorry to cut you off there yeah. but i'm constantly in a battle at the moment mm-hmm. little bread council session guys <laughs> um, um where i'm like i literally will eat a piece of bread and then i like in my head i'm like no are you joking me straight to the hips my girl no. And I, I'm like fully fighting with myself. It's About so bad. Eating carbs. Yeah. eating carbs and how bad they are for me. And like I stay clear of like passes and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much like misconception about carbs when like in reality, carbs should make up like roughly like 45 to 65% of our like daily calorie intake. 
which is like it's like six servings or something which is like six slices of bread but like obviously you don't just want to eat six slices of bread because yeah. that that's not a lot of variety <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. but like everyone thinks that carbs are the enemy because like carbs make you fat like in yeah, quotations right. But they don't, they literally don't. Your brain runs off glucose, which mm-hmm. is what carbs are broken down into. So your brain literally needs carbohydrates to right. function. And this fear about carbs has come from social media and people just like keto, because keto is essentially cutting out carbs altogether and low carb diets and stuff. And it's literally just created this massive fear of carbs. But it's like carbs are an essential um, macronutrient in our diet, protein, carbohydrates, and fats mm-hmm. are the three. Um, macronutrients in our diet that we need that we rely on to function every day um carbs like have fiber like vegetables um like starchy carbs and stuff they have fiber which like literally clears out your gut like it makes Mm -hmm. you poo like it's great for you Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. like all this fear like it's it's just come from like people you know like blaming carbs um I think it's because when people think of carbs, they think of, like, donuts and, like, pies and stuff. Which, like, again, nothing wrong with that. Like, eat a donut if you want a donut. Yeah. But, like, all those foods are going to do, essentially, is, like, if you're already eating, um, like, at maintenance calories, so you're eating, like, the same amount as, like, what you burn from day to day, and then you add in, like, a sugary fizzy drink or, like, a donut or a pie or something like that, it's going to bump you up. Right. And it's not just because of the carbs. It's because, like, throughout your whole day, like, all of what you've eaten, like, all of the calories have, like, added together essentially to, like, go over and go into, like, a calorie surplus. Mm-hmm. It's not just carbs that do that. It's mm-hmm. everything. Like, essentially eating too much of anything is going to – um, in the long run, lead to weight gain. Yeah. It's not just carbs. Mm. And, yeah, there's, like, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Like, mm. I know, it's so yeah. crazy. Because yeah. I often, like, if I would go to the gym and come home, I mean, not these, not really these days because I'm way too carefree, but back when I was hard on anti-gymming, I would be, like, I can't go home and have a pasta. Or, like, if we were having burgers, I'd be, like, I can't have a burger. Because I had this mindset of, like, I'm going to... This is another thing that I think people think. But I know this isn't true, but it's a common thought. Like, Mm -hmm. that you're wasting what you've just done at the gym Mm -hmm. if you then go home and eat, like, something unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that that's not how it works, but that's such a... Oh, like, you feel guilty for going home and, like... Yeah. ...running what you've just burnt off. Which, like, actually is is almost the opposite. Like especially before going to the gym, you want to be eating something that is high carb mm-hmm. and like um, simple carbohydrates. So like um, carbohydrates that release um, glucose quickly into your bloodstream because that's what spikes your energy essentially. So if you eat like lots of um, people, especially into fitness, eat, will, uh, will like eat an LCM bar, you know, those little yeah. like rice crispy oh, bars yeah. before the gym because it gives them a quick hit. Yeah. of energy and it sustains them through their workout and like there's nothing wrong with it it gives you the energy you need to like have a good workout and yeah there's no um going home after the gym and eating a bunch of pasta you know you've just gone in, in the gym and you've burnt lots of calories mm. like not that you have to burn calories to eat the pasta but you're not doing a bad thing like mm-hmm. eat pasta I eat pasta all the time and you can also get high protein pasta like there's this really cool brand and it's like, it's not like pulse pasta, you know, like the red pasta and it's made on chickpeas and you're like, what is that? Yeah. It just tastes like normal pasta, but it's like higher protein. So I'd always say go for that just because it like gives you a little bit more protein, which yeah. is always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm. Good to know. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting, eh? Because I feel like lots of people have that mindset. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, okay. okay. All right. So moving on from that, we'll talk about your fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you are on the way to becoming a PT, which is so freaking excited. Can't wait to book with you. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell us a bit about how your relationship with um, fitness and working out has been over the years? And has it always kind of been positive? Have mm. you struggled? Yeah, I think probably like, sadly, like every girl our age, there's definitely been times where I've struggled. Um Obviously, like, I was always sporty as a kid, loved, like, all sports, did everything, you know. Tackle rugby. I can see it. Oh, God. I was aggressive. <laughs> I can see it. But, oh, my God, it. what's so interesting is that actually, kind of segue, but whatever, um, at Intermediate, we did tackle rugby, and there was weight categories for the girls, like, mm. for this little tournament we did. It was over 50 and under 50. 
And I remember at intermediate, so I was like 11 or 12 or maybe 13, I got on the scales and I was a little bit over 50, like I was like 50.3 or something. Mm. And I was, I cried in the mm. bathroom. At intermediate, mm. like who the fuck cares? Like I look back when I was at intermediate, I literally had like a six pack. Yeah. And all my friends were like a little bit like lighter, so they were in under 50s and they need to get rid of that shit. The yeah. kids are into me. Like, that's cooked. So damaging. So damaging. Anyway, that was just a side note. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, doing sport from such a young age, I think, set me up quite well. But then also the particular sport I was in, like, when you think of a gymnast, you know, you think of somebody slim, no body fat, long limbs, and I'm almost the opposite of that. Like, I'm quite short and stocky. Like, I have lots of muscle. Like, I'm built... Mm-hmm. And I kind of never really fit, like, the perfect gymnast figure. So I did struggle with that a little bit. Um, and then there was words from my coaches, too, that were just like, oh, you're wearing massive pants today. And I was like, um, okay. And, like, my coach made a comment to me once about, like, oh, if you weighed, um, you know, if you were trying to be a gymnast in China, you couldn't because you'd be too heavy. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. So, like, I think that from a young age cooked as fuck. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, you're I like, can't win. win. I'm trying to get fit for this sport. Exactly. Like, you need to be, like, fit for the sport. Yeah. But then, you, what, now you're too muscly or... Yeah. Like... It's just, like, the... You need to be this petite little thing. Exactly. Like, you look like this and that's how it is if you're a gymnast. But, like, I think these days it's getting a lot better, which is yeah. awesome because that's how it should be. Um, and then, I guess, from there, I just started going to the gym and stuff, which I really enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed it straight away. Um... And majority of the time it was, it was good and it was positive and I never really, um, you know, like over-exercised for extended periods of time. But like there was this one time in year 12 when I was doing exams and I like, I literally looked for the post on my Instagram, it's still up there, which I should remove it, but it was like a photo of me in the mirror, like fully sucking in and shit. And I was like yay, today marks 14 days consistently of going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I would do 100 flights of stairs on the Stairmaster every time, every Whoa. session. I like It was like an OCD thing. Like I couldn't go to the gym without doing that because mm-hmm. otherwise it didn't count in my head, which is cooked. Crazy. Yeah, but definitely like there's been ups and downs. But n- like now it's I'm in a really good place where like I just took almost like 10 I think it was like 10 or 12 days off the gym because I wasn't well and I was run down and I was like that's fine like listen to my body and I just need to recover and like that's fine like going mm-hmm. to the gym is not at the top of my list right now so yeah so yeah. Good. yeah um just quickly going back it's just crazy going back to how you said you had you had to do that 100 flights of stairs mm-hmm. um I have an Apple watch we all do I think and um I at one point got really obsessed with hitting 10,000 steps mm-hmm. and I read something um or someone on on bloody Instagram saying like they had to take their watch off because they got so obsessed with it and mm-hmm. I was like that was me mm-hmm. got to a point once I think it was in like the last lockdown where like I would go for like one more walk mm-hmm. when I didn't need it was like tired and like that was doing nothing for like my body yeah but it was hitting that 10,000 steps and then I would like relax and then like probably eat whatever I want to do <laughs> like, like, so you yeah. like instantly got so obsessed with it and then you know you'd get yeah you close all your circles and yeah. like, so you take that off, like, done for the day. Yeah, and then you're like, cool, I've done enough. Yeah. Like, my watch is... Which is just, like, a couple of lazy walks. But, like, yeah, my watch yeah. told me that I was, like, happy. Which is <laughs> yeah. just so bizarre. Because yeah. it wasn't a good mindset to me. But, you know, I just, yeah. Yeah, no, these trackers are helpful. It's, like, again, it's, like, the MyFitnessPal thing. Like, it's a helpful tool to use if you can... If it's being used in a way that's, like, only benefiting you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's being used in a way that it's, like, I have to do this. Yeah. Like, you know, doesn't matter how I'm feeling, like, I have to go and get my mm. workouts in a yeah. shit. It's like, should it be, like, should it be like, you need to stand up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut up. I'm like, shut up. No, no. And be like, breathe. I'm like, I am. Like, <laughs> my heart's still waiting. What do you reckon I'm doing? Literally. <laughs> yeah. um, do you want to talk about, um, like, gym anxiety? And I don't know, like, for me, for example, um, I, we, me and Elise went to F45 where the classes are all done for you. You don't, you know, you can walk in and then you just do the workout. It's all prepared and done. Yeah. When I think about now, um, because just, I know, F45 is so expensive. So I just want to go to like an actual gym now. Mm -hmm. 
when I walk into that gym and I look around and I see like real hard out, you know, like squats and all these machines and I just, I freak out and I like just would walk out because... I just have, I make a beeline for the treadmill yeah. and that's all I'll do. Or yeah. I go to classes. Yeah. But, um, I even get nervous about going to classes. I haven't been in months. Um, mm-hmm. But I just need to go for that first run, then it'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, I just make, as I'm walking in, my eyes like, just scan everything. Like, who's oh, there? Yeah. Is there a free treadmill? Do I need to go to the bathroom and come back? Like, yeah, it's like. Because yeah. all you see is like this guy in the corner, like, yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. this hearty deadlift, and you're like, oh, yeah, all girls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls. yeah. Like, yeah. ripped ads. Yeah, yeah no. Like, amazing. Go you, but like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's definitely daunting. And I think it's, again, so many girls like struggle with feeling anxious and like in the gym. And I guess kind of just it's it's a confidence thing in a way. But it's also, I think, um, if you know a lot about something, you're probably like, you probably have more confidence in doing it. And it probably takes away from that anxiety a lot. So, I honestly would say getting a personal trainer for like, obviously personal trainers are expensive. You don't want to be going, you know, like we're all, you know, startups in our career or studying, you know, we can't really afford to have a PT every week, but maybe for a couple of weeks, um, doing a session or two and having somebody like show you around the gym, like there's so much equipment in the gym. How are you supposed to know what everything does? And when it's busy, you don't want to be walking up to the leg press, like, reading the instructions like you don't want to be doing that um so yeah getting a pt like getting them to show you around show you different exercises and then they can give you a bit of a program Mm. and so then when you go in there you've got more of a plan you can pop your beats in Mm. you can just make a beeline for the leg press instead of the treadmill (laughs) and you know like what's what how everything works so then you don't feel like a dick because somebody who's professional has showed you exactly what to do mm, true. so and you're going to be doing it properly and not hurting yourself yeah so. exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's i reckon that's what i would recommend um yeah and just turning up your music yeah like nobody's really looking like nobody's really looking at you mm. i think again with social media there's a big like um push for people to be at the gym and that's what everyone thinks they have to do they have to be in the gym but it's like you don't ha- like exercising is like amazing for you and lifting weights and stuff is so good for you but if that's not your thing it's not your thing you don't have to go into a gym and train three times a week you can go like if you like roller skating go roller skating like go Mm. skateboarding or go and do synchronized swimming or whatever it is like you want to do (laughs) 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 or with the little flower yeah but yeah like finding something any type of exercise that so is something that you like like recently um my boyfriend and I have been mountain biking mm. and like that's not your classic you know going into the gym but fuck it's a good workout yeah. and it's sick like and you go fun. out into the forest it's peaceful like you your phone's like in your bag you're not looking at that like you're just you know in this little sanctuary and that's exercise mm-hmm. you know going for a walk with your mum is exercise taking your dog for a walk like all that is great for you it doesn't have to be in the gym three times a week lifting weights yeah like get on the day floor on Saturday honestly yeah so underrated all we hear is alcohol is bad but I'm like well when you see my moves provide some good times I remember one time at my old flat um we had like we must have had like a party or something but we were going. We were going until early hours of the morning, and um, I checked my watch uh, in the morning, and I'd done like twenty thousand yeah, steps. Girl. And, and that, that was just like the lounge room. Yes, they yeah. had the TV. Yeah, let's do it every night. Oh yeah. Well, I you know, mean, we always get fucking tagged in those memes about girls who wear their. I know. And, and I'm like. If you saw how many steps, like, yeah. oh, from a night out, from yeah. fantastic. From you by that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've, I've, I've already, I've, I've completely passed my Saturday, and I've already kicked out of my Sunday. Exactly. I've rolled over, and I've already done 10,000. Exactly. Yeah. I've already just woken up out of bed, and I've already clocked in. Yeah. yeah. You deserve to lay in bed hungover, yeah. because oh. you've bloody worked hard on the dance floor. Oh, well, I think something um, that goes with going back to going to the gym is motivation to, like, get there. Would you kind of just say... Linking in with that being like change your mindset to doing what makes you yeah. happy, like connecting that. And if yeah, yeah, if you're really struggling to get to the gym, 
maybe change up your workout and yeah, think about what actually will make you get up out of bed kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it's a slog to get up and go to the gym mm. at 5.30 in the morning. 100%, yeah. Like, I think there's a degree of, like, um, habitual kind of stuff. Maybe some might call it discipline. I don't really love that. It makes it sound like you're getting growled. Yeah. But, like, um, knowing that, like, the way you're going to feel after that workout kind of is more than how you're feeling now. Like, you know that if you get in there and get it done, like, the way you feel afterwards beats that feeling of lack of motivation. So I think it's, for one, seeing that and seeing, like, okay, this is actually going to be really great. I don't feel like it right now, but, you know, afterwards, I know that, you know. Yeah, exactly, reminding yourself. But, yeah, again, like, finding something that you actually enjoy. If you're trying to force yourself into the gym and it's just not for you, then it's it's not for you. Find something else that works and... Yeah, and I think starting small too, like lots of people go like, okay, it's a Monday or it's the new year or whatever, I'm going to go to the gym um, five times a week mm. this week. Like, okay, maybe you will that and that's realistic? great. But is that realistic? Mm. What if you um, get your period on day three and you just don't feel like going to the gym? You just want to lay in bed. Like, that's fine. You yeah. shouldn't, like, don't set up such high standards. Yeah, unsustainable, like high standards. Um, you we know talked about that in our like New Year's mm. resolutions and how yeah random they are yeah how we yeah. just we don't do that anymore yeah because like, yeah. then it does just leave you feeling like shit really yeah, it's like than you did before. exactly you feel like you've failed and you know you're not oh I didn't get into the gym you know whatever and it's it's so detrimental and also I think with like and kind of going back to like setting goals and like setting up what you want to do for that week you've kind of got to remember or like link it back to like what is your like reason mm. like especially with new year's resolutions or whatever like lots of people go like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna eat healthy but it's like why mm. if you don't have anything to link it back to then that kind of motivation is going to disappear you're kind of just doing something because you think that it's something you should do rather than like no like I want to go to the gym like my I really want to um you know get five pull-ups or maybe I want to learn how to do a squat or whatever it is you want to do and like really having purpose with what you're doing um like gives you that drive as well it's like you have a reason to be in there you're not just doing it because that's what you should do Mm. in quotations Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah that's so true and And taking it in like um like being like putting no pressure on how the workout's gonna be I find Mm -hmm. works for me if I haven't been for a while I will like a few days ago just went to the gym and just walked on the treadmill it was literally half an hour mm-hmm. I walked mm-hmm. and then I went home and I was like okay cool so maybe yeah like no, now I've, I've broken that because I hadn't been in like a good couple of months mm-hmm. so now I feel more comfortable to go back and then if I'm feeling for it I'll do a run like yeah that kind of thing rather than being like oh I have to go for this intense workout because I just won't want to go yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah and I read um part of I don't know if you've heard of the book Atomic Habits by James Clear it's like one of the classic kind of like wellness books Mm -hmm. essentially and he's talking about setting up habits um that are lasting and basically his philosophy is um like for example if you have like a goal that you want to get better at push-ups you set yourself up with like a really minimal goal that you know you're going to be able to achieve so maybe um I think his example was like every time he had come out of the bathroom he would do two push-ups in his house, obviously, you know. Um, and then if he chose to do 10, it was like, yeah, I've done 10. Like, I've, you know, exceeded my um, little standard I set for myself. So it's kind of like that with the gym. Like, you know, just going in with, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to be there for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, and if you if you stay for longer, that's great. If you don't, you meet, you know, what you set up for yourself. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to go to the gym um, I'm just going to go twice this week and you go, you end up going four times cause you actually really enjoyed it. It's like a little congratulations to yourself. Like yeah. I actually did more than what I, um, thought I could do, which is really cool. And then some weeks you might just go twice because you're not feeling it or whatever you're busy. And that's cool. You've met your like base, you know, like setting yourself up with something really realistic. Like, you know, you can achieve two times a week in the gym or one time or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, just give yourself that, and then anything more is, like, a little, you know, 
Amazing, I did one more. Yeah, yeah, bonus, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah these unrealistic goals, goals that we set for ourselves, which is so, it's so commonly run, doesn't it? Mm. Definitely, yeah. Amazing, I think um, we'll end it there. I think we could talk all bloody night, girly willies. Um, <laughs> don't you love that? Um, we just wanted to thank you so much for coming on. I've already learned heaps. It's topics that we've covered that we... Um, I guess we all struggle with or like differently in my head and um, the diets and all that kind of stuff so um, it's so cool to have you on to find out just a little bit more about so who knows their stuff yeah yeah um, you're doing great things girl Thank I'm so you. excited for you to become a personal trainer can't wait to get in the gym with you I know we'll have to set it up but thank you guys for having me on it's been really fun and I think you know what you guys are doing is awesome as well you know I'm your number one fan so literally yeah you're just repaying the favour really thanks tip for tat exactly um alright so that's us done for season two season two holy shit that's a wrap that's a wrap so we're gonna take a two week break now yeah can't wait um I'm joking you're not Okay, cool. Oh my God. All right. Okay, cool. We're going to wrap. Yeah, and we'll be back to you soon. Two weeks' time. Have the best two weeks. Don't miss us. Okay, love Bye. Bye. <laughs>